Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern, whose job is intern, codename Legion Cub. And you do it oh so well. I do. <laughs> we got a big, big show for you tonight. Uh... Of course, Sound Off will come later in the show. That is the segment where we take input from Instagram. Check out Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, and you can be part of the show. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, We'll be doing that later on. Uh, Audible Interlude Podcast. And then on X at G.I. Joe Audible. But Sound Off is only on uh, Instagram because, honestly, I just find that easier to use. Uh, But you guys, we have a new and improved way to uh, let the people interact with us, to to let everybody get the most out of Audible Interlude. Oh, wait. This... <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. So let me explain oh, to everybody how all of this works. Let me try that again. <laughs> um. Let me remove that from the studio. Uh, so l- my day today was completely nuts. Uh, I got up. I went for my three-mile walk, as I do. I got home. I took down all of the Christmas decorations. And that took, like, you know, it took a while because we do it up for Christmas. Uh, and then after that, I spent the whole entire day preparing, basically preparing for this show. We had some more Christmas stuff inside uh, that needed to be taken down and put away. Uh, how, how have your guys last couple of days been? Well, it's Insane. been a little while since we talked. Insane? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm ready for all of the holiday tourists to leave Mm, oh yeah 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 orlando we've we went to disney once uh right before christmas and it was incredible and it was magical and i don't know that i would ever do it again but it was like i'm very much a like why would i go to florida for christmas but if you're going to the magic kingdom yeah that's a whole different thing disney world is amazing uh, but dealing with the traffic, it eventually wears down on you. And on Friday night, my 40-minute drive home from work became a two-hour drive home from work. Oh, gosh. So go home. Go to your cold and your <laughs> snow and hot chocolate. <laughs> uh, well, we, we did speak about a week ago. Now, not everybody saw it, but I, I'm very proud of this little number right here. I love this cover that I made for our last audio episode. Uh, If anybody here with us did not get in on this one, go check it out. We had, we had an awesome time talking about 2023 to the point where we ended up cutting a few segments that we had planned for the show. Uh, It was just great to look back. And and one of the things that I don't get to do, uh, you, you are watching us live on the needless things, YouTube channel. And one of the things that I don't get to do a lot is go back and revisit figures that I review. Uh, just because there's always new stuff coming out, always new reviews to go up. Uh, and it was really fun to kind of take a look back at a lot of these figures. And and some of them, 
Uh, I warmed up to more. Some of them weren't as awesome as I initially thought they were. It was just a great conversation. So if you miss this one, uh, check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, bear with me. I was telling the guys I've got a new setup here. So I'm I'm kind of learning a couple of things as we go along. Uh, the chat is here. Toy Reclaimer, Mandalorian Jedi, Kevin Riddle, New York, night 1974, Will R. We got a packed house showing up. Uh, and it's good because uh, we've, we've got uh, something very, very exciting. I was saying a great way to be part of Audible Interlude is to follow us on Audible Interlude podcast on Instagram, be part of Sound Off. But now we are introducing Audible Army. Uh, yes, we're doing the thing that everybody else does and a thing that I swore I would never, ever do again. Uh, we now have a Patreon. If you go to, if you go, yeah, it is a woohoo. It honestly is. It we'll is. Into that. I'm very excited. Uh, if you go to audiblearmy.com, uh, you can sign up. We have one tier. That is it. Uh, there's a $1.99 tier. And I've just realized I didn't put my slide together. But you guys, I had another revelation today and all the things that I was doing. I don't know why this hadn't occurred to me. But I can, like, do slides on my phone. I've been doing it on my la on my desktop, like, this whole time. And for whatever reason... Like, it just didn't occur to me, oh, I can just do this on my phone. I've been uploading things to Drive and then going into slides and doing the pictures and then going, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, so, if you check out audiblearmy.com for $1.99 a month, you get early and ad-free access to all audio episodes. What that means is as soon as I have access to the audio from the episode... I am uploading it to Patreon for you to listen to. So that's going to be at the latest the morning after we record. So tonight's audio version will be available tomorrow morning at the latest. But for our segments episodes, you're going to get those the minute we're done recording them rather than having to wait until that Friday. But wait, there's more. You are also, if you are a member of the Audible Army, you are going to be able to see for the first time ever the video version of those audio episodes. So you'll get to see Noel's crazy hair. You get to see Christian in his bathrobe with his martini. That's what I'm saying. I, I've got to start wearing clothes for this. <laughs> no, you don't. That's the whole oh, good. That's the whole thing. Is this <laughs> you get the video version of the audio episodes. And uh, to be clear, we are not changing anything. Of, if, if you don't sign up for audiblearmy.com, nothing is going to change for you. We're still going to be providing all of the same content. But for that $1.99 a month, uh, in addition to those things, you're also going to get early access to all of the G.I. Joe reviews on the Needless Things YouTube channel. So as soon as I'm done editing them, they're going to be posted on audiblearmy.com and you're going to be able to watch them sometimes up to two weeks in advance because I, I do a lot of early videos and then I have to schedule them out. Uh, you will have the opportunity to vote on content for the show that the general public will not have. So 
at audiblearmy.com. We will put up polls asking you about episodes that we are going to review or, you know, whatever other things you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll ask you what we're doing. You will have access to exclusive reviews, unboxings, and more. And if you go to audiblearmy.com, and that's right, I'm going to say it 500 more times before the show is over, <laughs> audiblearmy.com, you will see I have already posted an exclusive uh, review of the 1991 G.I. Joe Brawler. Uh, I have posted the show notes for this episode, which uh, that's another thing you'll get. You'll get the show notes for every single episode we do. Those will be uploaded uploaded as the episode goes live. Uh, so you'll always have a reference for what we talked about, and so will we. Uh, and see how much we cut out. Right, right. <laughs> how well we actually followed along. And uh, we will be recording exclusive reviews. We'll, we will be doing extra things, at least quarterly, uh, that will only be available to members of the Audible Army. Now, everybody's a member of the Audible Army, but uh, to, to registered members of the Audible Army. Uh, and everything that we generate through this, like I said, it's only one tier. Uh, it is a dollar ninety nine. A dollar ninety nine a month. I feel like Sally Struthers here for just a dollar <laughs> ninety for less than the price of a cup of coffee. <laughs> you could keep these three guys producing GI Joe content forever and ever and ever. Uh, five people who sign up for AudibleArmy.com between now. And midnight on Friday, I will send you free of charge an Audible Interlude T-shirt. Five people. Uh, we will pick randomly uh, at the end of the week. So I know that's a lot, and I'm going to post right now. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. Christian, when I first mentioned this to you guys, what, what was kind of going through your head? You guys suggested a couple of the different things that we could offer. I was super excited. This, this is something that I think will give us a way to connect with everybody better. Uh, I'm sure you all have noticed Noel and I are outstanding with social media. Um, as in standing outside of social media, correct? Uh, Anti-social media. Mm -hmm. Um, so this will, to me, this will give us a chance uh, that'll make it a little bit easier to have like GI Joe discussions as opposed to just looking at our pictures or whatever. And you know, some of the things that get suggested for sound offs um, aren't always questions and i feel like patreon is where we can move some of those discussions and just have a good time well and really look as we've said with the super chats uh whenever we've talked about those anything that comes up with fundraising uh for us yes anything that goes towards production that goes towards hosting or any of the costs associated with the show yeah we we need it but this is really uh, more about building a community. We have found that we have the best fans in the world. You guys are incredible. And this is a way to be more focused with our engagement. Uh, and let me get back up here. We've got 
I got my slide loaded up. Hang on. So here we go. Here, here is the uh, the simplified bullet point that I'm getting ready to put up on social media here. Uh, you get my show notes before each episode is released. So as we go live, you will have the show notes. Early and ad-free access to all audio episodes. Exclusive video access to recordings of audio episodes. We're also considering doing something where you guys could actually be like in the green room sort of for the episode we're gonna have to mess around with that and figure it out uh early access to all gi joe reviews on the needless things youtube channel the opportunity to vote on content for the show early access to audible interlude merch uh and exclusive reviews unboxings and more basically what i'm gonna do anytime i get new stuff i'm gonna go on there and do because i i have done vintage joe reviews in the past uh on my youtube channel on the needless things youtube channel here those are all moving to audiblearmy.com i will not be doing any more vintage joe reviews on the needless things youtube channel uh so you will get exclusive access to those i'm very excited again this is more focused engagement and look that dollar 99 a month is going to help us grow that's just a fact thank you to everyone i see we've got folks jumping in here uh wreck ship 85 mandalorian jedi uh we, we've got some folks jumping in and i really really appreciate it i'm actually my phone is blowing up right now with people signing up so i <laughs> i really and truly appreciate that you guys uh let me make my never underestimate posts. the power of a free t-shirt right yeah right um <laughs> it has nothing to do with us <laughs> so uh well it's our t-shirt right it's it's well true thing. true uh so noel what in thinking about this there's got to be something that occurred to you that was like oh you know maybe maybe i could do this like a specific thing whether it's related to the finest or whether it's just something on your own that you think would be kind of a fun thing to do um well i'm you, you know, I haven't really thought about anything finest related. Um, I know we had some pretty good discussion about the about the different things, and I really think we've got a great bunch of things that we've kind of put together for this. Uh, sorry, you put me on the spot here, and I'm just well. That's Noel's what I that's what I do when I'm, when I'm trying to do social <laughs> media. There it is. We need you all to vote for Noel's fan fiction. He won't do it on his own. Well, you're going to vote for me to start writing some? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Noel's secret stories. <laughs> I mean, look, I can write, I'll write Joe poetry all day long um, if I have an assignment that requires it for Audible. Oh Audible. my gosh. Noel's Joetry. <laughs> Joetry. Joetry. Joetry one, corner. One Joem a month <laughs> from Noel. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm gonna get put this major blood here. to shame. <laughs> major blood has no shame. <laughs> Very uh, true. All right. So anyway, uh, everybody, just check out audiblearmy.com. See what you think. Uh, it's it's less than two dollars. So jump in there and check it out. All right, we got to move on. That was uh, that was a lot. Let's let's relax on the pushing the Patreon for at least a good minute or two here. Uh, we'll come back to it later. This is the Needless Things YouTube channel. I mentioned the reviews. Uh, 
not just Joe reviews here, although mostly Joe reviews uh, for the last year, at least uh, re- uh, all kinds of other stuff. Last Friday, my top 10 of 2023 went up top 10 action figures. Uh, and that's been doing really well. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. Uh, and then we have shirts. If you want to just go buy a shirt, uh, you can hop on to tpublic.com. Check out our pinned stories uh, on Instagram. And I've actually got to bring this back up again already because we have finally, after threatening it for months, it feels like the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel Shirt is now available uh, from T Public, and the link is currently at audiblearmy.com. Uh, but I'll be putting that up on social media as soon as I get a second here. But available in many, many different colors uh, on cups and phone cases and all kinds of different things. Uh, the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel by our pal Slickalicious. Check out shopslickalicious.com on Instagram. What a time to be alive. <laughs> so a couple of us, Noel is very busy. If if he is not at brunch on the weekend, then I don't know what's going on in his life. But Christian and I, our schedules are wide open. So we will be appearing on an upcoming episode of Podcast from the Pit. Uh, our pals extended the invitation, and of course, we always want to go anywhere we can to talk about G.I. Joe. Uh, so look for me and our Cobra intern on an upcoming podcast from the Pit episode. Go check them out, like, subscribe, do your thing. Uh, you know how to treat the G.I. Joe uh, stuff that you love. And then our next live stream is going to be on January the 15th. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some news between now and then. We'll see how that goes. And speaking of news, fellas, are we ready to talk about news? Newsy, news, news, news. What we do? All right, news. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about before we get too much further. Obviously, the the let's talk about the Ross situation, which I think was the title of a Friends episode. Uh, <laughs> the Ross situation. The, the one with the Ross situation, probably. I think that's the way they named theirs. So you guys give me about a minute here to post my social media stuff and uh, do a little back and forth about what's been going on at Ross for the past few weeks. Well, I, I don't know how often you have been still checking them out. I know the last time we talked, I mentioned that I was still finding stuff and yesterday morning I hit them up and I found more of the um, Slaughter's Marauders barbecue. Of course, no one has touched Tomax and Zaymont. Um, I found some more stalkers. So it, it seems like I was told it will slow down, that they're just pulling the stock from the back that didn't make it out. But I feel like it's still worth a visit a couple of times a week. Yeah, yeah, last I, time I went was uh, about four days before Christmas, so I haven't been at all this week. But I found a lot of good stuff right as you know, right as the Christmas 
I mean, the, the onslaught of customers that were there was very intimidating, but I still managed to get out of a, a couple of Ross locations with some good loot. Yeah, I went the other day, and it, it seems to me that they're still getting stuff in because the one that I went into, and I don't know which day it was because the time between Christmas Day and New Year's Day has no meaning whatsoever. Uh, but I went in and they had Tiger Force for Condo, which oh, wow. my son, yeah, my son wanted. Uh, they had one of the Jada toys, Bride of Frankenstein's. And then they had, do you remember the little transformers that came in like multi-packs that were I like, bought. yes, yes. They're like cartons of milk and toasters. Yes. They had one with a poop in it. Yes. And I was like, I want a transformer poop. So I'm going to get this for $4.99. Uh, and then I went up to the front and there were at least 10 people in line, all full carts, one person at a register. And I, I texted my son. I was like, I'm so sorry, but this is not worth my time to stand in this line. There's no way. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. My experience several times is just, I can't deal with the line and, it, but it, it varies. It it's, there are some Rosses I go to and I can get in the, in and out of the line within like five minutes tops. And then some I go to where I just, I'm not even going to consider even queuing up. I feel like before Christmas, even on Christmas Eve, when I stopped by there, they only ever had like two people working. When I have stopped post Christmas, there's like five or six registers. Cause it, the other night when I went, um, I like none of the Joe stuff was what I wanted, but they got in more Star Wars black figures. I found another bots bots package that I didn't have. So I saw the crazy line, but I saw how quick it was moving and, I was in and out of there, I think, well, the line in about 10 minutes. I'm like, where were all of you leading up to Christmas? Well, and that's that I sent you guys a picture of the like massive stuff that I found. I got the uh, that Molnir from Love and Thunder, which is incredible, by the way. The sound and light effects on that thing are unbelievable. Uh, I got a couple of, oh, I forgot to bring it over here. So uh, one of my New Year's resolutions is no, don't, I don't care how cheap something is. If you know it's going to go in a tote, don't buy it. Because they had the manga spawn. That big, oh, have you yeah. seen that big giant yeah. manga for $6? And I was like, oh man, I, come on, give me that. And then as soon as I opened it up, I was like, I have nowhere to put this. Why did I buy this? This was dumb. Because it was $6. Um, yeah, because it was $6. And that's the answer. But that time... I literally had a full cart of stuff and went right through the line. It probably wasn't even 10 minutes. So my point with all of this, though, was one, to give me time to post some stuff on social media. And two, oh, what have you got? What is this? This is the the Micro Machines. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have never bought this at full price. But for $5, I'm not going to not buy this just to have another Optimus Prime on my shelf. Right. so here, here is the uh, Kevin Riddle. Thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. You were the man. Um, Toy Reclaimer. I think I mentioned Toy Reclaimer, but if I didn't, thank you, Toy Reclaimer. You rule. Uh, so we've gotten used to being able to find stuff on clearance, whether it's classified, whether it's Marvel Legends. Um, what, what is... <laughs> 
New York night, 1974, the play of the group. I had to promise an employee a date if she'd hold a Viper three pack for me. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. Take one for the team. Um, so we've got, I feel like we've been spoiled. Yes. And not just with Ross. I think because of it's everywhere. It's Amazon. It's how Target. bad. Do you yeah. know the Marvel Legends? I got like Marvel Legends that have come out within the past two or three months. I got mm-hmm. on Target for like seven dollars each. Yeah, like Christmas Eve when I stopped by the Target by my house, the toy shelves were bare because stuff was, you know, six seven dollars. And now that it the holiday season is over. Like those sales are gone. So there's some things I'm looking at that I'm like, yep, I'm going to be patient. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed. Oh, you're going to get a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff, even those $7 figures have jumped back up to full price now. Mm -hmm. And, and here is my, my cautionary note. You can listen to me or not listen to me. I have no control over that, but I will tell you for myself, I am going to continue to buy things that I know that I want for full price because this mass clearancing is not going to continue. Uh, it's just not. The manufacturers are going to adjust production quantities. The retailers are going to adjust order quantities. This is, you, you cannot rely on like whatever Marvel legends are coming out in May you can't rely on that wave dropping down to $10 and then waiting till then to buy it. It may come out at 25 and we're already seeing that with a couple of waves, the X-Men wave with the Chad build a figure. Those have not gone under $20. Oh no, they have because the ones that haven't, they haven't sustained under 20. No, they haven't sustained under 20, but they were part of the clearance on Hasbro pulse. So three of the ones that I needed to complete him, I think I paid 16. Like they weren't crazy discounted. Yeah. They, I think those 1799, I think is the lowest those got. And they weren't part of the sale, the seasonal mm-hmm. sale. Cause I was keeping an eye on those. Oh no, they were, they were in the clearance, right? They were in the clearance. But you could but use I the additional 35%. I don't remember them, them going under 17 oh man i would have to look because there were because i had been watching ebay for the pieces i needed to finish chod because i'm like i don't really care about some of these characters want most of that wave but once they fell below 20 i was like oh okay but the point is this this glut of clearance i do not believe is likely to continue uh don't miss out on stuff because you think you're going to be able to wait for it to be 15 10 7 whatever if it's something you want and you're comfortable with the price go ahead and buy it uh because we're the the waiting game is not going to pay off for your collection is my thinking what do you guys do you guys kind of on the same page with that or do you think uh that whatever the system is now is is fully engineered by the powers that be <laughs> to get us hooked on things for cheap right i mean you know i know we floated that conspiracy <clears throat> theory out there and it's it's not a bad one because i 
some you know we know some people that have started some collections based on what they found on clearance and right kind of done the same i've I've resisted (laughs) that star wars black series bug though despite the fact that they've been so many that that have been showing up in ross's um no i mean i have i have uh, i have drawn back on some of the classified figures i would have normally bought only because we've seen so many of the sales where things have come up later on so if it's not a figure that i absolutely need in my collection i'll second guess myself i still i I almost canceled my pre-order for shockwave at the last minute because he's one that i was kind of on the fence on um but you know for the most part i'm i don't i don't need to buy everyone right away anymore yeah Uh, and i def that i definitely am on board with there's i can't i can't remember if i told you guys or not i canceled my order for nunchuck because there was just too much other stuff at the same time. And I was like, you know what? I can wait for that. I can either wait and get it when I feel like spending 25 on it, or if it drops, it drops, whatever. Uh, yeah, 85. I, I know that I can live without, but I'll buy it if it's on clearance later. That's kind of the way that I'll, I assess it. Yeah. And I've got stuff like that too. Uh, Rec ship 85. I think we might see production numbers be cut like a couple of years ago as a reaction to the clearance stuff this year. And that look, that's a cycle we've seen before in toy collecting too. It, it's just a fact. Hillbilly Harper. What is up? Hello, man. <laughs> uh, oh man. Ford, my super seven wave three ultimates arrived painted faces. Woohoo. Uh, that's good news. And I, of course, as I've talked about, I switched my pre-orders over to Big Bad because Big Bad had been shipping stuff out before Super 7. And then Super 7 put a stop to that uh, <laughs> after it was too late for me to change anything. So my next couple of waves are coming from Big Bad. So I will not be getting them as early as I could have. Uh, so hopefully uh, Big Bad will be shipping those sometime soon. Uh, moving on, speaking of Big Bad Toy Store, so Mutton Junkyard came in there, and as soon as they hit my pile of loot, because I had a couple of things in there already, I hit ship, but of course it's the holiday weekend, so as of yet, they still have not actually shipped them, and I canceled my pulse order, which was showing January 4th, so and now I, I'm... Eh. I just today got my notice from Pulse that Mutton Junkyard are getting ready to ship. Yeah, I got uh, I got the email a couple of days ago that they were getting ready to ship, and it was showing January fourth. And it, but it's usually taken about a week. For well, no, that we've had a couple recently where it was a couple of days, didn't we? Yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll see we'll see what the bottom line is. I can't win. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, uh, on the Needless Things YouTube channel, which you are watching right now, I got to do some reviews. Uh, the first one was of strike force alpha which is a line of o-rings that we talked about like very early on in the kickstarter and i just didn't remember let's see let me do the uh here we go so these things look great wow that's not working at all (laughs) there we go uh these look great. They feel great. They're high quality. They've got tons of interchangeable parts. I am very, very happy uh, with this line of O-ring figures. Let's see. Will that help any? Sort of. Kind of. Uh, they feel like a good, high quality product. 
And look at this guy with his cool cyborg faceplate, uh, interchangeable parts for that arm, great camo deco on that shirt. That's awesome. And then this one is the one that I really fell in love with. Bubble helmet, alien reptile invader, but I like how I moved my hand and immediately was getting ready to correct. He transforms into an evil human. (laughs) (laughs) These are really fun, well done figures. I highly recommend. Uh, You can order them from Big Bad. You can go to whiteelephanttoys.com. That's toys with a Z. Whiteelephanttoys.com. And, you know, just order... Order a couple. Find a couple that you think look cool. Check them out. Get them in your hands. Uh, they they get my endorsement. I really dig them. And I think, Christian, you had said you ordered them from uh, Big Bad, right? Big Bad. Mm-hmm. So you're, I would imagine yours will be on the way any day now. They're just tons of fun. And then also here on the Needless Things YouTube channel, I was able to review some early samples of Delta 17, which are also awesome high quality o-ring action figures all of their accessories can be stored on the figures this is the bad guy leader and he has a wire in his cape so you know how mindbender and serpentor their capes kind of get curled up and like don't always look right. This wire lets you kind of pose this a little bit and keep the, keeps that from happening. Um, and then you've got this guy, which has an insane number of accessories. Maybe if I cover my eyes, that'll work better. I don't know. <laughs> uh, tons of, ex- this is a, essentially like a ninja bat, but all of those accessories can be stored on his backpack and his backpack converts into a smaller like this little piece right here pops off and you can just have the swords mounted on his back Uh, and then finally i only bought one good guy because this this opportunity came right around christmas time i was like i gotta be smart with what i order here but beautiful camo deco high contrast on the camo very visible looks good oh finally finally camera thanks Mm mm-hmm but there are many, many more figures uh, that will be available in about a month. And if you go to... If you go... So I... After seeing you post about them, um, they are not on Big Bad yet. But if you go to their website, they do have a few. Oh, there they was... got some available now? Yeah. Okay. It, I think it was like four. It's not the whole wave. Okay. Um, because none of the characters that you reviewed are the ones that you can buy right now. Okay. Uh, but same thing with those. I highly recommend. And these, I mean, these exist now. They're done. They're Delta 17, no Kickstarter, nothing. Uh, you can check out our interview with Steve and Ken uh, behind the Delta 17 brand. And if you check out my review of those four Delta 17 figures, Ken was actually there in the chat and answered a lot of the questions uh, that people had. So that was 
awesome. It was a great time. So go check that review out. Uh, O-ring times are good. So did you guys get a chance to check out uh, a Real American Hero 302 and Duke number one? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a, we're, we're not going to do full reviews here. We're just going to do uh, kind of quick notes about these. Uh, Real American Hero 302 honestly kind of felt like it was in a bit of a holding pattern. I don't know if he's kind of waiting to set up some storylines. It was basically just fallout. But I think what we got to remember is that 301 was essentially the big finale to a huge story. Right. Um, I, I think it's because, and it needed to have the funeral, but the funeral scenes cut in with what's going on with Cobra. I feel bad saying this. I feel like slowed the pacing down. Like, I feel like he should have put them in some different places because the part with Cobra Commander, I I can't love it enough. And it's so average, I feel like. But, listeners, I, I think you should pick it up because you, you get a chance to find out how exactly does Co- do the people of Springfield feel about Cobra and the yeah. fact that everyone in Springfield works for Cobra? Well, I'm and I'm interested because so you've got essentially Cobra versus the zombie Cobra army is what we're building up to. And where's G.I. Joe in this picture at this point? I mean, really, the only involvement we had with them was seeing the funeral, which was I mean, that was uh, that was some really like beautiful you know, no, no dialogue storytelling, yeah. some, some really great art. I, I did, I, I don't need to see another military funeral that takes place in the rain in any fiction guys. That's, <laughs> we don't need to do that anymore. Um, but still that, that choice aside, I thought those were really, really beautiful panels, but yeah, it, it really tonally, there was a lot of different things going on through that, through that issue. Yeah. And I didn't know that my life was missing a zombie on the old people easy scooter <laughs> until this issue. And now I'm like walking dead. You let me down. Oh, good point. Yeah. How did walking dead not get around to that one? At least one like rolling around in the background exactly. somewhere. Yeah. Although these, these are sentient zombies. Yeah. yeah. They, they uh, as Serpentor so, or so eloquently said, I, I, what was it? I'm a ravenously hungry for flesh and murder, but I'm still me. <laughs> uh, and then Duke number one, I'll just say this. I really like the setup. It felt very, very X-Files to me. And I'm, I'm down with that. And we're, it, it, we're at a point where it's, well, now we got to put a team together. Yeah. Yeah. For a character that never did much for, for me uh i feel like the first the start of the issue was making me go yeah it's duke and they're just trying to make him look cool now but then that scene with starscream and i was like oh okay yeah yep this is not what i was expecting they they made me feel feelings for duke yeah (laughs) and like what he's been through 
and throwing some moral ambiguity as to the top brass of GI Joe, you know, and not just and not just like jugglers. We're you're talking, right? Yeah, you know, Hawk may be a little bit uh, on the morally ambiguous side. Surprisingly, the GI Joe of the comics is smarter. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Let's say less trustworthy. Than the G.I. Joe in the movies. Less trusting. Mm-hmm. Less trusting, yes. They're not... Less the G.I. Joe of the comics are not going to let uh, just a random kid come right. in. Right, right. Well, and I, I I do wonder what you said about Hawk. Um, you know, maybe being a little more morally am, ambiguous. Or is that going to be part of the story? Is that Hawk has had this career where things are a certain way and he's going to have to learn to change to deal with whatever. So it's, yeah, that so many different threads were, were kind of set up in this. I'm, I'm very excited about this new universe and I, I need to go back and read uh, the, the prior stuff that led up to this because I haven't read any of it. And now I want to, which of course that's just good writing. And, <laughs> and maybe it's just me, but in reading these issues, has rank and file affected how you process some of the the things they say about the characters? Because like, oh, our, you must be referring to the rank and file card segment that we do on uh, yes. our segment, <laughs> our segment audio only episodes, which starting next week. Members of the Audible Army at audiblearmy.com will be able to watch the video version of as we record it. Um, yeah. Well, because they're they they spend so much time, like I said, in those first few early pages of building up Duke, and then before we find out what happened, we know something happened, and they make a comment. Like to the effect of like he who would have thought like he'd become washed up and a troublemaker and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is exactly what we've been talking about on rank and file because of where their military rank is. And and I was having a moment of wait, is this are we gonna find out that that's what G.I. Joe is in this universe? Right. Right. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Oh, man. Timing. Uh, Do we need zombified packs from Hasbro? Just zombie heads and hands for different characters. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of fun that could be had there. As a matter of fact, if if Super 7 going the O-ring route, uh, I don't know if Super 7 will be doing stuff based on these Skybound comics. But uh, our guys, a lot of our figures that we've got here have swappable parts like that. Uh, this guy right here has not only this head, this is uh, Strike Force Alpha, not only this unmasked portrait, I picked the worst one to mess with. Well, anyway, his head pops off and he's got a helmet that goes on to make him into a uh, troop builder. And a, a lot, most of the Strike Force Alpha figures have features like that. So. If Super 7 wanted to incorporate some zombified parts into their O-rings and give them some interchangeable parts, I would not be opposed to that at all. 
because you still get your regular version of the figure if that's all you want. And then you get a little bonus with zombie parts. And considering uh, these are both Strike Force Alpha and Delta 17, both 25 bucks a piece. I mean, they're working all these accessories in. So now granted, they don't have licensing involved. So that could be a factor, but lots of opportunity for O-Ring come this year is going to be insane for O-Ring collectors. Uh, it's going to be even more insane for people with no self-control who collect lots of things. <laughs> I don't know who you might be talking about. Me mm. either. Uh, Rex Ship eighty five. I really like the I like the artwork a lot in this uh, in this issue as well. Yes, um, it's 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 kind of a neat throwback, and it kind of feels sometimes like old eighties GI Joe. But you also get some like like Archie comics influence in kind of some of the way the characters. Um, just it's it's kind of it's kind of unique and kind of refreshing, um, and just a really good color palette. I thought they used definitely on the color palette. I. I noticed that when they were in Mars industry. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have those, those pages that are just like blue and white. And then later yeah. on you get into where everything is like a shade of red and a few panels later. And yeah, I thought they made some really good choices with that. Uh, Rec ship 85 again, we need proper zombie vipers from Hasbro for classified series. The mole rats aren't cutting it for me. I don't think the mole rats are supposed to be stand-ins for zombie vipers though. I think we're going to get proper zombie vipers at some point. Mole rats are something completely different and aside from the the it's bizarre that the one instance of of uh gear that's too stiff is in something that should have been very very flexible uh so that's like not the best thing about the mole rats but we talked about that on last week's audio episode check it out wherever you get your podcasts uh, let's see, Palpatine 1975. I'm not sure if this has been answered before. What do you guys think Super 7 O-Ring line will do well? Do you think the price points will be a factor for collectors? Uh, yes, I do think the Super 7 O-Ring line will do well. Price points, I mean, come on now. Are, is, are you really asking that question? Will the price points be a factor for collectors? Of course, price points are always a factor for anything. <laughs> Uh, but Brian, Unless you have a YouTube channel. Well, right. And you get that sweet podcast and audible <laughs> army money rolling in, then you're fine. Um, yes, of course, price points will be a factor, but Brian Flynn has already stated that he's expecting the O-rings to come in around the same price as the reaction figures, which is, uh, you know, publicly, I don't want to talk about how much I think those O-rings could cost, but if they come in at $21 or less, I think that's great. And yeah. mm -hmm. if they're coming in at less than what Hasbro was offering right. before, you know, the, the last couple of years, then yeah, that's a win. Especially yeah. considering we're going to get stuff that we've always wanted. With the Hasbro rings, we got updates that were fairly faithful to, you know, ones we'd already had. Which, look, don't get me wrong, I wanted those because yeah. I would, as we talked about many times, I would love to have new versions that I don't have to worry about breaking. Like I'm still into that concept, but clearly the transformers crossover O-rings are going in a different direction. So, you know, that, that itch may never be scratched. Uh, let's see here. We have got one more topic to talk about in the news. And this is a good little segue right here. 
So, Nolan Christian, have you received your copies of The Art of G.I. Joe yet? No. Oh, no. It still says Wednesday. It's expected to show up. Well, hopefully Wednesday. Yeah, Mandalorian Jedi. (laughs) Wait, they're not going to be (laughs) $5.99? Only if you have a DeLorean. The number of times I see stuff like that, my gosh. Um so I did receive my copy of the art of GI Joe. It is, I I am not exaggerating when I say I think it is the single most important and impressive GI Joe item that has ever been released. If there is one item that you have to have in your collection, this is it. Uh, it's I mean it's incredible. It's, I spent the first day that I had it, uh, I only had about two and a half hours to sit with it. And I didn't even make it through 1982. The first year of Joe, I didn't even get through the entire first year in that two and a half hours. It's gorgeous presentation. The quality could not possibly be higher. Seeing the high resolution restored scans of that artwork in a way that you have never seen it before having you cannot look the internet isn't like this you cannot compare the experience of looking through this book to looking at a website it just doesn't it's not the same you can't do it it's it's just uh it's different you you have to if you're a gi joe fan you have to have this book Uh, And that brings me to one of the first special bonus episodes that we're going to do specifically for audiblearmy.com. Once Noel and Christian have their copies and have had a chance to digest them, we are going to do a special for audiblearmy.com called Things I Learned from the Art of G.I. Joe. That will be an audio special bonus episode that you will only be able to get if you're a member of the Audible Army. Now, so, uh, have you seen the Art of G.I. Joe feedback group on Facebook? I think I'm in it, but I just never, I'm, if I'm on Facebook, it's to share a link and that's it. It just, well, it just got created when the book was rolling out over the last couple of weeks. So Carson sent me a link, uh, sent me a, an invite to it. Um, but what he's basically doing is he's getting people to point out every flaw every typo in the book and he's planning on rectifying those as best he can he's actually talked about doing maybe even like doing sticker sheets to you know where there's a where there's a word misspelled or if there's something oh my gosh yeah where they've got like it says let because i mean and, and i love the fact that he's opening this feedback up to the public saying hey let us know where we messed up um and then he'll you know he'll acknowledge it he'll even post you know he'll even repost it showing like there's one where it was the tiger um uh, uh the, the the rattler um what's the tiger rat oh i saw tiger that rat. yeah and media. he accidentally photoshopped the wrong title of something on it and it's just right there on the on the page so he was like this one hurts <laughs> but you know Car- he's owning up to it carson is a genius he's one of the hardest working people on the planet his love for G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, Knows No Bounds. But I got to say, this was a terrible, terrible mistake, and he never should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's, that's the thing. Is most people are being very it's, curious about it's it. It's done. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let it let it be. Uh, but he he is a perfectionist, so I totally understand it as well. But my gosh, I can't even imagine opening that uh, opening opening up that can of worms. Yeah, the tiger rat accidentally got the AGP Iron Grenadiers anti gravity pod. Um, <laughs> oh no! Laid right on top of the the image. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. So yeah, that book is incredible. Uh, you can if you go to 3djoes.com, there are links to order copies and do it. it it's it's incredible it's absolutely incredible i think that's about it for the news not a ton to talk about but obviously we've spent about an hour talking about nothing everybody please uh let your takeaway be audiblearmy.com we are going to nothing is going to change about uh audible interlude to the general public we are going to continue doing live streams where you're going to be able to find us wherever you get your podcast going forward. Needless Things YouTube channel, all those G.I. Joe classified reviews are still going to happen there. Uh, we're not changing our content, but we are adding a ton of exclusives for anybody that goes to audiblearmy.com and signs up for that $1.99 a month. Uh, oh, and the... Uh, all of the audio episodes that you get there early will be ad-free. Uh, we, we will, I will say this, we are changing one thing about the content that, uh, we've got ads in our episodes now and, and there could be more ads. It's entirely possible. So ad free is going to be a good value. Uh, all right. Now it is time and the segment may not go super duper long, but there are just a couple of things that I wanted to talk about with a little holiday Joe and tell sponsored of course, by our pal Slickalicious. Everybody check out shop slickalicious.com or I'm sorry, shop slickalicious on Instagram, uh, G I jive.com. So we talked about how we kind of get what we want and there aren't necessarily a whole lot of G I Joe things that were on our Christmas lists, but I ended up with a couple of Joe things. Did you guys receive any uh, Joe items or, or even just buy any Joe items for yourselves over the holidays? Yeah. I mean, I, the Viper three pack, the, I got a second croc master for the croc. And I also bought another um, tiger force Outback Cause I have some thoughts for customizing. Oh, nice. Yeah. When you got that second croc master home and, and opened it up and got the other crocodile out, did you realize like, Oh wait, this is going to take up a lot of space on the shelf. No, because, <laughs> um, the, uh, super seven destroyer from the Godzilla line came in and I thought Godzilla took up a lot of space that's all tail destroyers wings is taking up like i can only fit two of those of my godzilla ultimates on a shelf now so right well that everything else it's probably like the same real estate as like a bowling ball mm -hmm. but i actually having the two crocs on the chains it looks cool yeah i it does make them look a bit more intimidating 
I think and maybe speaking you can of put gu- one foot on either crocodile, so he's like riding them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he that- kidnaps little orphans and makes them go down and hunt in the Devil's Bayou for diamonds. Speaking of Godzilla, uh, everybody go see Godzilla minus one in the theater as soon as you possibly can. It's the best movie I saw last year. Period. Hands down. Noel, you uh, you got some uh, Joe and Tell. Yeah, and I've mentioned most of these things before, but I mean it's the same thing. I've got my second Crocmaster from Ross. I, I like that we all went in on the second Crocmaster. <laughs> Viper three back from Ross, and I may or may not do this to to display it. I may just keep them back and um, you know put it out later or something. Um, I did. I got uh, several of these from Entertainment Earth when they had their uh, their big oh, nice. sale a few weeks ago, and they were doing. Um, the eleven dollar ones. So I got yeah. the case. Those haven't arrived yet, but I actually got a full case of them. Oh my gosh! Uh, as well, <laughs> um, I mean, for it was it's fifty dollars for four Ultimates figures. That's you, you really can't beat that. A few other things that I've picked up recently at Ross. Got my eighty six uh, Studio Series Cup. Got my um, not grapple uh, road hauler or hauler as he was initially from the. Uh, transformers legacy line um and then of course uh i wasn't going to collect tiger force figures <laughs> but <laughs> where did those come from uh thanks to everything being cheap uh well this this actually was from walmart even though it's a target exclusive but it was <laughs> it it was ten dollars uh from a sec a, a, a third party seller on walmart but it allowed me to get free shipping on the other stuff that i was ordering oh so i was like okay well cool i get it you know kill two birds um flint was on sale for like ten dollars on target's website yeah dusty was this was an in-store purchase because he was twelve dollars um on the shelf when i went into walmart or went into target right before christmas so yeah just uh you know beefing up my collection buying a bunch of stuff i don't need um but what we do when something's half price why would you not buy it well, and even for people who aren't necessarily Tiger Force enthusiasts, like once you do have a few of them on the shelf together, they look really good. Like it's a cool little sub faction to have. Uh, and speaking of Tiger Force, I mentioned on the audio episode that my wife is really good about knowing what I have and don't have from Super 7. Uh, and she got me. The Tiger Force Reactions, which I'm very excited about. And I will say, these are a thing that look so much better in hand and together than they do. Like, the colors are brighter. The definition is sharper. They they just look fantastic in person in a way that they didn't in the pictures. Well, I don't know. This guy, maybe not so much. He's a little, I don't know, but you kind of need him. But they just really in person have a completely different presentation. Okay, here we go. Here is here's the star of the show, as he is often the star of the show. Look at that. If you can see past my glare. Uh, that is a very shiny chrome. It's Yeah, he's super shiny. His colors are a hideous nightmare. I love it. And that plunging neckline, just, I don't know, in, with that outfit, it just stands out so much more. Uh, so I'm thrilled to have these. I had already bought Shipwreck, 
and I do not have though the Cobra Trooper. Now this because this I guy, didn't... if you don't have him, go on Bullseye because he's been sitting up there at thirteen dollars forever. That's how yeah. I mean, you can add him to your cart and you get him for like eleven bucks. But I've I've got to find the Cobra Trooper. It was it was on Super Seven. I never saw it in Target. I'm not sure where it was exclusive to. It's it's out there online, but now it's like pricey. It's bizarre. Hmm. Uh, I got these look incredible. The colors are great. The original, like based on the original packaging, just cool couple of items to have. And then finally, this is really the most exciting thing that I got. Uh, this was ordered off of Amazon purely as a, what is this? This is soldier force egg. (laughs) So this is an egg very, very similar to the kind of egg that your mom's pantyhose came in back in the day. And it opens to reveal this weird chunk of plastic transforms or opens up into a soldier army man person. I don't know why. (laughs) This doesn't make any sense. Look at this. His head. There is an entire genre of toys in Japan. They come in eggs? They come out that, of vending machines, I guess? Yeah. Like, there's waves of Godzilla and Ultraman figures, and they are just that, yeah. I didn't realize they were that big, though. Yeah, wow. he's, he's huge. And look at this. Camo looks better than the camo on most classified figures. Ooh. I'm sorry. Did I just say that? I didn't Shots mean that. Shots fired. I didn't mean that. That's not true. So anyway, this was just a, a goofy weird thing that uh she ordered because she thought it would be funny and weird and she was 100 percent correct well you and know now i've got now he can transform into a comet and fly <laughs> I was gonna through say, the it's galaxy like, it's like rock lords all over it's, again it's very much like rock which lords. hasbro is actually releasing now with their transformers so they're doing rock lords again well so, at so least they is. transform into vehicles but after my obsessive buying of bot bots i was like well my rock lords are no longer the weirdest thing in my toy collection because i now have a transforming toilet yeah and and the like i said i was gonna buy a poop to go in that toilet uh pain's toy samples what's going on wreck ship 85 the head sculpt looks better than falcons (laughs) you're not wrong pal uh all right so that was a little holiday Joe and tell. Now it is time to move on. We got to take a look ahead at 2024 on that last audio episode. Uh, we discussed 2023 in review, but we got to look ahead and talk about what we know is on the way in 2024. We know those McFarland page punchers are coming. I'll, you know, reserve judgment until I see them in person. I don't know how excited I am about those, but if, as we speculated, they could be bound or uh, representative of the new comics, that could be interesting and neat. What if we do get the the zombie Cobra army in a little page puncher form? 
I would love to have zombie Serpentor Khan in some form. <laughs> and if it has to be a page puncher, so be it. I feel like I hope they sell well, but I feel like if if the figures are that small, then McFarlane needs to do some page puncher vehicles. Oh man! To put them oh. with because ooh, now you're like, getting, now you're getting I, close to that action force scale that I've been wanting. <laughs> yeah, I I can totally understand why you don't need it for like their Marvel in DC or DC line, but vehicles are so integral to G.I. Joe. And if they're that small, you can make very cost-effective... I mean, McFarland's already making cost-effective vehicles for various toy lines, so... Ritz Murphy is in the house. Hey, guys, just popped in to wish you all the best in 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Ritz Murphy. Uh, you keep making incredible music. Everybody check out Ritz Murphy. Uh, just awesome, awesome stuff. And uh, Ritz Murphy, you go check out uh, audiblearmy.com. Mandalorian Jedi saying, hey, to Ritz. We all love Ritz Murphy around these parts. Uh, so let's move on to Classified. We know the vamp is on the way, not too far off. Super stoked about that. Yeah, I think it was May was the initial uh, estimate, but uh, it could, could be, be, it be earlier. March, could be yeah, February could be with the way things have been. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Mutton Junkyard, any day now, basically. Uh, Big Bow, a lot of these we've already kind of talked about. I just want to run down the list to make sure we've we've covered everything that is confirmed. Uh, Big Boa, we've we've seen the the actual figure in one of the streams. Looks big, looks giant. Uh, pretty exciting. Airborne, like he looks. I loved Airborne when I was a kid, but over the years, I can't say he remained one of my favorite characters. Just because so many other like since Airborne came out. Look, I'm not gonna lie. As soon as Ripcord came out, Airborne. I kind of forgot about it a little bit. Uh, but this classified airborne is, I think, a great update. I for me, I think he'll be like Shockwave. I mean, obviously I knew who Airborne was. It wasn't a figure I had as a kid, so there's no emotional attachment there. I think what we've seen them release so far is good, but I have a feeling once he's in our hands we're gonna be more impressed yeah yeah and he doesn't come with a shield that they can mess up so well we that's true be, too. we should be in good shape on that front uh quick kick I, look maybe we'll get a full update of quick kick make make him more like modern military in some ways but for my money i don't think they could have done a better quick kick than what they're they're putting out there for us Techno Viper, we're getting two different Techno Vipers. We're getting the the uh, grape flavor and the cherry flavor that's coming with the SMS. And I love, to for some reason for me, the Techno Viper being part of the Hiss team just makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I really like that concept. But of course, the purple one, I mean, that's a must-have for me. Classic. 
Uh, Metalhead, we freaked out about Metalhead. I don't think any of us saw Metalhead coming as soon as he was coming. I think it's, I think he's April right now, but I can't, well, Noel, you canceled your Metalhead, didn't you? I didn't cancel it yet. I've, but yet. I considered it. <laughs> he can't bring himself to pull the trigger. I understand. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the official la- relaunch of the retro line with Duke Scarlet Ricondo. Uh, of course, we've got a pretty good inkling that Cobra Commander is on the way. So, uh, speaking of the retro line and Cobra Commander, yes. uh, check out Toy Reclaimer's question there. Oh, okay. What do we got? Did oh, you yeah. end up selling your retro Cobra Commander uh, uh, to- with the... The one that came from the Hiss tank. Right. Uh, Toy Reclaimer. Series. Yes, I did end up selling my retro Cobra Commander uh, and made back a nice little chunk uh, of of my initial Hiss investment. I'm going to say at least a third of it, right? How much was the Hiss? 300 Yes. Yeah, because they, they were still... I still <laughs> and, haven't sold and, my second Hiss, but I'm getting ready to unload a whole bunch of other things on eBay, so it may wind up going in... And, and I put him up at auction. Um, I wasn't so naive as to put him up for twenty four ninety nine, but I put him up for like forty bucks at auction, and then had a buy it now set. And somebody mm. slid into those DMs and made me an offer I couldn't refuse. I have not brought myself to be able to sell him yet. I haven't opened him. I'm yeah. sitting on I the shelf. Zero, zero need for it. And I was like, I want to, I want to strike now before everybody comes to the realization that I'm already at, because it will happen, especially like the second they reveal that retro Cobra Commander, the price on the Mickey Mouse is going to go. I don't know. I think there's still going to be a lot of people who are going to want it for its exclusive exclusivity and its novelty. Well, here's the thing. Yes, there are, but they already backed the hiss, so they already have it. <laughs> I, I, I think that thing. If I want to buy it back for ten dollars in two years, I'll be able to. That's a that's a pretty bold statement. Well, write it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wreckship eighty five. Now that we have Big Bo, I have a mighty need for Kangor and his kangaroo. I just want them to make a sick kangaroo pet accessory. A hundred percent. You look, you know us. We're on board with that. Give us all those Argentinian, Brazilian, and Indian figures. Yes. Just give us all the pets. <laughs> Do it like No, because you, you gotta pack a figure in with the pet, just like just oh, like sure. the timber came with a snake eyes because it had to. Fiona came with a croc master I because m- you gotta throw the figure. I in. meant that more as a like if there is a figure. It doesn't matter where in the country or where in the world it came out, bootleg or not. If it came with an animal, give it to us. Because so far, with the exception of a little poly gripe, they've right. knocked all the animals out of the park. And and look, as as responsive as the Joe team has been to constructive feedback, I would not be surprised to see a better poly down the road. If we get a more modern shipwreck, uh, I are we getting on a retro card? Well, yeah, do throw it rather than retooling anything on shipwreck at all. Just give us a better poly. It could be done. I, I could I could see them doing a retro uh, shipwreck that's just got some like more bright cartoony colors. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to tool the new... figure differently at all. Yeah. 
Uh, we've got our 60th anniversary action soldier, which I was less than, I mean, I think it looks amazing, but it, for me personally, for my collection, I wasn't super stoked until I saw the loadout and realized I had places for all of those weapons to go. Uh, and also I got in on the early big bad pre-order for twenty five ninety nine. It's a good way so. to replace all your, your ugly um, nerf weapons and your beachhead green weapons and your uh, mm-hmm. tan weapons is just to get the loadouts from those 60 of the figures. The nerf weapons never bothered me as well. The only thing that bothered me about the nerf weapons is that they didn't make actual GI Joe branded nerf weapons until they did and well until they did and then we realized (laughs) oh well that wasn't a good idea after all (sighs) um so yeah and then the action sailor which i'm all in on i love that one that one i mean it's it's a ocean themed character so i'm in uh and then of course the dragonfly with wild bill night force ripcord glinda and night force crazy legs it's wild that because the his crew was great, but this four face Joes coming with this dragonfly, like it's a big deal. I'm pretty excited about this now. You know, I would imagine it, we'll we'll get it by Christmas of this year. Uh, I think I think it had the same fall expected date that the his had, so we'll see how it goes, mm. but. That's an exciting release. We already talked about the Techno Viper and the SMS. Uh, and now we get down to some name-only reveals. Doc, who I've been calling for since the beginning of the line. Doc is a critical character to me. He's one of my favorites from Sunbow. Uh, and his original figure was so critical to play. Because he had the stretcher accessory. He was the doctor. He was the guy who like fixed everything. Like he he's very important to me. And he built all the technology too on the cartoon. So why exactly. <laughs> I am uh, surprised that we're getting him so late in the line. Well, and actually the other figures we got. We have said him. We don't know that for sure. That's true. Mm. It could be Carla. It could be Carla. I don't think it will be. That's true. Not yet anyway, but it could be. Uh, And speaking of she, Jinx is on the way. Also ones that I'm surprised we didn't get earlier. Well, I think you've got to spread, like, you can't just drop all the females close together. Yeah. Those need to be paced out. because they they all have to go to the bathroom together. That's just how girls are. And right now, Scarlet is like, no, cover Lady girl. J, Lady J won't go. Well, yeah, what would have got? Scarlet, Lady J, cover girl. As far as just Helix. Jones. Oh, a Helix. 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 And we don't uh, have so a yeah. strike yet. Not yet. I'm, sh- I'm sure she'll be on the way, but. Uh... Oh, I like this. Matthew Comstock, we need a Cobra's Creatures set. Mm. Especially since they referenced it on the uh was it on the Valkyrie card art, I think. With the, the evil junkyard in the background, right? Wasn't that the Valkyries? Somebody that looked was, that up. That was like September. We... Do you think I'm gonna remember Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw those tan weapons and 
in a fit of rage, just threw all that packaging away. <laughs> uh, so, oh, and uh, Jinx, Lenny did confirm that Jinx will be a traditional look uh, and not one of the later deals that they did. But you know what? We might get we might get other jinxes later on in the line too. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I would Anything not be is opposed possible. to getting the um, the retaliation look, Jinx. Noel, mm. you've got some kind of crazy robot voice going on. Do I sound normal to you guys? You sound normal yeah. to me. Do I still okay. sound robot? Christian. Yeah. No. To me. Okay. You, both you sound kind of normal. You both sound roboty. I'm I'm going to ask the ah. chat. How do we sound right now? Hopefully, we're not experiencing technical difficulties. How do we sound as we all stop talking? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so moving along, we're getting Torch, the third of the original Dreadnoughts. Hopefully, he will be more comparable to Ripper than he will be to Buzzer. Uh, Rexship85 says everything sounds good. So we're just going to keep on going. I can deal with these guys sounding like Decepticons. That's fine. Uh, what are you guys' expectations for Torch? Well, fairly low after the other two dreadnoughts that I have. I know that... Oh, that's right. You had Ripper problems. Yeah, my Ripper, my Ripper is not quite. Like I said the the, the glass. It's really just the, the glasses and then the top heaviness of him and his weapon. But that's a thing I could probably fix. But yeah, I I've heard the rumor that his glass his glasses will be permanently attached to his face. I hope that's true. I I have high expectations because he's my favorite dreadnought. Mm -hmm. So. I uh, I don't believe that torches. I just can't believe that they're going to deviate from the aesthetic that they've already established. Uh, while I wouldn't mind it if his sunglasses don't come off, I don't buy that they'll do it that way. Uh, that's funny. Ripper's one of my top five classified figures for the last year. Uh, maybe the whole line. I, I couldn't have been happier with that one. Uh, moving on to Night Creepers. Which I just, where is he? Uh, he's across the room. I just recently got myself a Night Creeper. Uh, a later version of the Night Creepers. But, ooh, and that you know what? That's a good point. Do you guys think they're going to do the first Night Creeper? Or are they going to do something a little crazier? I think it'll probably be based on the, the first Night Creeper. Because yeah. we've, we've actually seen that figure in the Snake Eyes, Rise, uh, the Snake Eyes movie line. Um so I think they'll they'll stick with that for right now. Uh, and then Nogahide and his pet well, on the but way. But didn't they say they sort of hinted that there would be more than one pet? With yeah, him. I think they did say he would have his what boar. He'd have his boar, but also and, a little something else, right? I'm still holding out for the transformed Serpentor back in the lizard <laughs> yeah, Serpentor. Yeah. Entirely possible. I mean, look, Nogha, as we have learned, which, by the way, I know it has been far too long since we have reviewed anything, uh, but definitely too long since we've reviewed a Deke cartoon. And uh, we're going to have to do a little talking about... If those, if if we might start a series of deke reviews for audiblearmy.com. 
Oh, <laughs> nothing. <but laughs> Have we opened a can of worms? We we learned just how valuable Naugahyde is to Cobra <laughs> uh, in doing those Deke reviews. Uh, retro Beachhead, Retro Snow Serpent, and Retro Eel all confirmed. Uh, I'll be curious to see what they do with Beachhead. Obviously, yeah. weapons are the thing. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, are they going to do a retool on the figure himself, or is it going to be just different paint job? Yeah, I don't know what they do. I mean, obviously, he can have better camo, as every classified figure just about could have better camo. But, well, he does... Wait, did Beachhead even have camo on his legs? I can't remember now. Or was it just brown? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, even if he does have the camo, I'm sure it could be better. So a little little coat of paint um, on Beachhead is fine. But yeah, weapons could be changed up a little bit. Ditch the beret. Uh, or maybe redo the vest and have the beret in it like the original figure, like just permanently sculpted on. There are things they could do, but the eel and the snow serpent are the ones I'm really excited for. Uh, the eel's going to be interesting because I I don't know what they're going to do with like his color scheme because he's already pretty retro. Um, I know we're going to likely get new accessories for him, but. Are they gonna are they gonna alter the way his you know he looks? I guess I they can go. Slightly. I don't expect the colors to change a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. I think it's mainly gonna be about the accessories, uh, mm-hmm. and, which is probably gonna be the case with the snow serpent as well. Maybe well, they'll it's... change the color of the figure just a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, the snow serpent obviously that's that's gonna get you a snow serpent that is more at a price that you want to pay for a troop builder than the thirty five dollar uh, deluxe figure. And will they give him? Instead of the bazooka, will they give him the actual ground rocket? I hope so. Me too. Oh, yeah, that's needed. That's definitely needed. And as long as it clips on to the side of his backpack, too, you got to have that. Uh, Alpine also on the way. Ever since they announced bazooka, Alpine has been one of my top wants. Starduster, which I know has been high on Noel's list for a very long time. Yeah, presumably it'll be a deluxe. Nemesis Immortal, uh, probably also a deluxe. Xandar, which you know had to happen. I'm dying to see how they execute. Uh, I still really like the idea of doing a completely new, like, really slim body style. Uh, just something very different, but he needs to match Zorana. And mm-hmm. I think the confirmation from Emily and from the comics that they are twins, I think they'll probably have that in mind. Uh, and then finally Leatherneck. And of course we all know that's gotta be the special mission Brazil Leatherneck. And then later on down the line, <laughs> Giraffe we'll pants the, Leatherneck. yeah, we'll get the regular well, yeah, we'll get giraffe pants, and then we'll get the green leather neck, like, in 2027. That's fine. No problem with that. Uh, of course, there is there are the rumored Cup Triple T and Optimus Prime uh, Mobat. No confirmation on those, but they're so heavily rumored. What are you going to do? And then from Super 7, we know the Super 7 O-rings are coming Possibly sooner than fall of 2024. I've got to wonder if target listings are being found, if it's really going to be fall before we see them. 
Uh, and then as far as the ultimates go, wave three, which is Doc, Scarlet, Storm Shadow, and the Cobra Soldier, those should be, well, some people have already received them. Uh, they should be showing up everywhere any day now. Wave four, as of Super 7's last update, is still showing March, and that is Intelligence Officer Baroness, which is the black version, Gung Ho, Stalker, and Zartan. And then Wave 5, which is showing May, which is Major Blood, Crimson Guard, Cover Girl, and Roadblock. And I think that Brian Flynn had said he wasn't going to announce Wave 6 until after Wave 3 had shipped. Does that mm -hmm. sound right? Okay. And that's usually their MO. Right. And then don't uh, forget, Wrath of Cobra is coming any day now. It's, apparently, it's scheduled for coming out sometime uh, early in the year. So I had heard like January or February, perhaps. But I oh, that's right. Lately. Yeah, okay, re refresh it, refresh us on that, if you would. If you so would. yes, Wrath of Cobra is the like side-scrolling beat 'em up style game, um, along the lines of like the uh, the X Men and uh, Ninja Turtles games. So, uh, and of course, it's very stylized to the classic Joe. Um, got a lot of sunbow sunbow influence to it uh it looks like it's going to be tons of fun and uh knowing some of the people that are behind it i know it's definitely definitely they 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 get it so i i really am looking forward to it uh jeff butler what if they release night force alpine that would be a big swerve ahead of his original look no reason he can't be in night force with darker colors almost everyone else is on a team so why not alpine too i'm going to disagree with that as vehemently as i can and say no because you don't split him up from bazooka <laughs> obviously we have to go with tiger force alpine even though night force alpine makes a lot more sense uh i'm just gonna say no to that it has to be tiger force if any force. And that is the end of what we know about 2024. We're not going to do any speculating here because we're already running out of show. And that brings us to everybody's favorite segment. Now this segment is not going away while we will be engaging more with people over at audiblearmy.com, We will be seeking input through that uh, resource Sound off is not going anywhere. So if you check out Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, uh, we will put this post up every day that we're doing a live stream and ask for your input. So it is time now for Sound Off, where we talk about what the people want us to talk about. First up from Toy Reclaimer. Do you think we will ever see classified weapon accessory packs? It seems like a reasonable way to course correct the gummy weapons that have plagued so many figures. Backpack accessory pack would give options as well. They have the tooling, just need to get the plastic durometer corrected. I love that idea. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do that, at least as a, like, pulse, pulse thing, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. What would I don't, I, I don't know if they would actually do it that way just because they haven't really been doing that style of thing. Hasbro's not really known for it lately. No, and but, they put they when they do stuff like this, they throw it in with figures. Well, that's what I, I said. I could see them just doing more deluxe figures that just have some incredible loadout so that you will be tempted to buy that figure and repurpose those weapons. 
But I think we're all in agreement. They should do this. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I would buy so many of these if they so, did it. So, uh, I would want in in let's let's pick uh, a few things to go in the first accessory pack, the first battle pack. Uh, I would throw some stands in there. What did they? How many stands did they put in the old ones? Four or six? I thought it was three. Oh, was it three? Like three or four? I was thinking it was four. Well, let's. I just wish they'd sell stands individually. That would be great. But let's throw putting them in with the with the retro carded figures. It doesn't make sense that they shouldn't be available to you. Let's throw four uh, battle stands in there. Uh let's put uh see i uh, the times when we've talked about this before i always think beachhead's weapons in black but if but then that's still but then it's still nerf still weapons the nerf right. stuff which people have a problem with so i think right so i'm do... sitting here thinking like gosh who's blasters well if they do I... it like they did the original accessory packs you're going to get recolors and ugly colors that you're not going to want to use anyway. well, no, i don't i don't think any, i don't <laughs> I think mean, we already got for that. nobody wants exactly what they did with the original accessory packs. right i think this would be updated so it would be things like uh since they they already have the sunbow rifle tooled they could throw a few of those in there in in you know gray or black or whatever uh, throw some knives in there that actually have painted blades. Uh, ju- some just M16s some and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Easy to just to generically outfit your your troops. Yeah, that's actually what I would like to see more than anything. Rather than doing character specific stuff, just do do a battle pack. And look, this is something that Valiverse has done very well. Uh, their accessory packs are great. Um, yeah, they could do these with zero tooling. And yeah. just it's essentially just pure profit when they just sell make them. sure the the plastic is as rigid as it needs to be, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. People, I I think anybody would buy these. Uh, all right, moving along. I'm I've got to figure out my camera positioning here. We'll do better next time. Podcast from the pit. You might have already spoke on this, but with Super 7 O-Rings, what is an off-the-wall deep cut from the comics or cartoon? As always, have an awesome show. I will watch the replay. Um, I, we have, I mean, we've talked about this for three years now. <laughs> we've come up with uh, lots of stuff. But I don't think any of us even came close to the deep cut that Super 7 has already announced in wave one yeah i mean which one uh Ray, Raymar or yeah oh uh, no we talked about him did we oh absolutely a hundred percent we've talked okay. about him yeah when when uh when they put out not for the o-rings but we've you know in reaction and i think anything from reaction is on the table when yeah. they put out the arena of sport uh duke and snake eyes mm-hmm. we talked about how badly that guy needed to be made uh i don't know no cut is too deep but i also feel like there's not a lot we haven't talked about we've talked about the tube worms we've talked about fatal uh fluffies which a listing has been found for those now yeah 
yeah, there there is no cut too deep. There's I, I I don't know that off the wall is even the right term because everything from Sunbow was off the wall. To, to um, me, it just what what have we not yet gotten that we're surprised from Super Seven? Like I'm surprised we haven't gotten a Honolulu yet because she was so integral to that one miniseries. Yeah, when you look at the those earliest waves of reactions when it we were getting quinn and blind guy like i i am surprised that yeah that we didn't get a dr venom mm -hmm. in reaction but knowing that there's going to be sunbow influence and early marvel comic influence like i i feel like dr venom's a given so yeah. it won't necessarily be a surprise. I feel like Super 7 veered away from the comics a little bit and leaned way more Sunbow with reaction. Uh, mm -hmm. Matthew Comstock, uh, Candy Apple. I would love a Candy Apple and Professor Apple two-pack, or at least yeah. put them in the same wave. Uh, that would be fantastic. I mean, look, yeah, this is the guy responsible for Cobra Island. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a huge character. And Bongo the Balloon Bear. Uh, all right. Mandalorian Jedi, what are your personal G.I. Joe resolutions for 2024? And what are your resolutions for the show? Well, I can speak to the show. For the show, it's to make it uh, bigger and better than it has ever been. To uh, increase our audience. To increase our engagement with our audience. To provide as much content uh, high quality content to those who want it as we possibly can. I want an unprecedented year of audible interlude. I want GI Joe fans all over the world talking about, man, have you heard of this audible interlude show where they do these live streams? They do this wacky stuff at audiblearmy.com. Like what, what a, what a crew these guys are. Like, I want that to be on the lips of every Joe fan around the world by the end of 2024. That's what I want for the show. Uh, personal GI Joe resolutions. Uh, I, I just, I'm going to collect as much as I can. <laughs> I, I don't oh, go ahead. Noel. I, I just, I, I love meeting our, like our, our listeners. Uh, like when we actually are, like a Joe Fest or a Dragon Con or wherever, like just getting a chance to actually like put faces to names and actually talk to people in person is always great too. So, looking forward to doing that um, more here for the next uh, for this next year. Yeah, we will be making a, a focused effort to be in person as often as we can. Now that my work schedule has changed for the better, I'm going to have a lot more weekends where I can go places and meet people. Uh, and if you want Audible interlude at the convention near you don't tell us well tell us but first tell the people that run the convention because they're the ones in charge of booking guests they're the ones in charge of making decisions your voice has to let people know what you want to see at these conventions so tell the people that run the conventions that you want audible interlude and then tell us like hey we we told them we're, we're going to make it happen and we will be happy to show up anywhere that we feasibly can Christian, what about you? So 
this is actually something that I was giving a lot of thought to in the month of December. And I, for personal uh, resolution, I definitely want to increase engagement. I, I have mentioned before, these Monday Night Lives with you guys in the chat is so much fun. Uh, and you guys always leave me laughing. So I want to be able to hit up more conventions and hopefully get on a regular posting schedule on Instagram so that I definitely can keep this going throughout the week. As far as collecting, um, I actually read something today that I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And yet I know my willpower will never let me do this. Uh, but that is to not get invested in any more lines. Huh. Than I already am. I'm including pre-orders because, like, Monster Force is kick a. Oh, I know, uh, I know. But it's all been pre-orders, so they're not out yet. Um, but with O-Ring and Ultimates and Classified, um, I I know I will be getting O-Ring figures. I I would like to say I'll be getting the figures that are important to me and not every single one uh my 2024 bank account will appreciate that yeah yeah and i think that's a, a key to collecting more than just one thing is you've you've got to know your limits and you've got to be able to say you know what i don't really need this i can still have a good collection of this thing without having that part of it uh Shane Brela making a uh, big proclamation here. My resolution for this year is to own a defiant launch complex. <laughs> Woo! Keep us posted on that. I'm into following that story. Uh, Matthew Comstock, I can probably get you into a convention in Virginia. Yeah, hit them up. Hit us up. Let us know. Virginia is uh, very doable, I think. Uh, ship 85 mentioned it before. We got to get you to, to Kentucky Winterfest and or Kentucky GI Joe toy expo. Anything with GI Joe in the name is pretty much a lock. Let us know, let them know. Uh, and we'll, we'll do what we can to make that happen. Rachel Salinas in the chat. What's up, Rachel? Good to see you here. Uh, all right. All right. Moving along. Silent interlude. Super 7 ought to hire the guy from Delta 17 Toys to do their O-ring stuff. That guy would be named Steve, and we had an incredible interview with him uh, a few months ago. My G.I. Joe Omnibus is the greatest book ever. I'm like two chapters in, but I'm going to take my time going through the entire thing and then just flip all around afterwards to revisit. I've been thinking about the classified figures in the main line versus the retro carded classified. There are a bunch of regular releases that may as well be retros based on their designs. Zorana, Spirit, and Shipwreck come to mind, but they were released prior to the retro cards being more than limited Walmart items. Now, though, Mutt, Airborne, and Techno Viper all seem like they're pretty faithful to the designs of the 80s counterparts. Maybe Mutt couldn't be retro because he's deluxe, but why not the others? Uh, it seems to me that retro is an execution they're going to use for the time being 
to revisit characters that were a little too classified or a little too blackout uh, in the future. You know, maybe they're going to do some different things with retro, but I also think you have to keep, you have to keep things that pass the squint test in the main line too, or else you run the risk of losing consumer interest in that main line. Because look, we're all excited about retro, but the main line classified stuff is still going to be the bread and butter. So I think we're still going to see classic looks in the main line because you have to, you got to keep them there. Well, and we've also, now that we've got uh, the, the precedent set with Ricondo, it's a way to get those figures that were released as part of an exclusive, like, you know, Night Force or Tiger Force back into the regular line. And I don't think there's any other figures, at least like regular figures that we haven't seen yet, not counting things like, well, Big Ben, we could do Big Ben as a retro carded figure maybe coming up because that one's only been released as a Night Force. Look, and I don't, I don't think that they would do a retro mutt in junkyard anytime soon but i think you could make him retro because right now he's a deluxe with all the extra stuff that he comes with i think they could slap him on a card back with just the helmet a gun and junkyard with only one portrait or you and- do a stripped down junkyard that maybe isn't as articulated yeah. Well, no, that because that would cost money. Well, that's like, true. It would cost more to do that than it yeah. would to just repaint that junkyard. Now, I think if anything, it would be a deluxe retro, like they would charge thirty-five bucks for it, but still be on a card back. Because they've done that. I hate Marvel. to think how heavy that. Oh, have they, dude? Oh, I can't get to it right now. They did the Hulk on a card back that's like eighteen inches high. It's it weighs wow, like six, somehow weighs I like, totally miss that. It weighs like six pounds. It's insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there have been a number of of huge. They did a Thanos. No, wait, they didn't do a Thanos, but they've done large card rhino. They did rhino. Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah. They've done massive. Well, now uh, that they're improving the card backs. So they could absolutely do deluxe retro card backs. Uh all right. Rickship85, top five Joes and or top five Cobras you want to see that haven't been announced yet for 2024. Uh, For my Joes, one, Deluxe Lifeline, like his 30th anniversary version. Two, Footloose. Three, Hit and Run. Four, Law and Order. And five, Thunder, because he's from Louisville, Kentucky, where my parents are from. For my Cobras, Night Viper, a crimson one, like the 50th anniversary would be cool too. Saw Viper, Xanya. Uh, Cobra Shock Trooper from POC and five Scalpel from Spy Troops. I've mentioned some of those in my own lists before. Uh, and I'll tell you this, I like both of those lists enough to just say, yes, absolutely. And maybe we'll put together a little something special for audiblearmy.com. Yeah. Yeah. We've done variations on these sorts of questions like a lot of times. And yeah, yeah. I, it's always funny how we, our, our, our lists kind of change over time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, I think we've said several times, like, here's the list today. It could be different tomorrow. Well, par- par- you know, partially because, Hey, we wind up getting a, you know, a name reveal that next day. Well, right. Starduster, <laughs> like, you know, one day, Noel saying Starduster, the next day, Lenny's like, we're doing Starduster. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks pal. <laughs> And 
that is the end of sound off uh go to audiblearmy.com check that out see if you want to be a part of the you're all part of the audible army regardless but sign up and be an official member of the audible army uh and follow audible interlude podcast on instagram that is where you get the opportunity to sound off and tell us what you want us to talk about on these live streams you guys that's all the time we got tonight can you believe it it is flown by yeah right the sun hasn't (laughs) even come up yet Our music is by Andy Samford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. And sign up for audiblearmy.com for more exclusive content than you'll believe. As I said, I have already posted several things in there. So if you sign up tonight, you will have access to exclusives already, including an early uh, G.I. Joe classified video review of Shadow Tracker. Uh, my rundown of the 1991 brawler, which is a beast. I give a pretty good little talk about buying that thing off of eBay. Uh, the show notes for this episode are up there now, and I can tell you, you're already going to notice discrepancies between what's in those show notes and what we talked about. Uh, so check out audiblearmy.com for more audible interlude than you can even handle Christian. Where can we find that toy photography that you do so well? You can find me on Instagram and Flickr.com under the name Legion Cub. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is a G.I. Joe costuming group, and we raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. So check out TheFinestCC.com or The Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook. If you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite Joe or Cobra character and helping us raise money for a fantastic cause. Mandalorian Jedi, I thought we were doing an extra hour tonight. Mandalorian Jedi, you can go as long as you want. But we it's because at this he, point... didn't, he didn't ask a question this week. <laughs> 30 minutes of reading. We at the oh, I I got I got a message from Mandalorian Jedi that we're gonna discuss later on because it was too much for tonight. Uh but check out audiblearmy.com. We have the greatest and best fans in the world. It is an honor to sit down with you guys on these monday nights uh and do these live streams christian and noel thank you for sitting down and talking about something that we all love so much gi joe until next time yo joe You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.